0: Star Wars 7 by 7, episode 1,251. So there's one side of the Captain Phasma story, which we talked about yesterday, but there's another side to the story as well. It's the framing device that's used, and it actually raises some questions about what we might see in The Last Jedi. Punch it, chewy. Hey, I'm Anthony Bresnigan, covering the Star Wars Galaxy for Entertainment Weekly, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Razor. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And here's the thing the Captain Phasma novel by Delilah Dawson is set up with a framing device, and that framing device is the story of a resistance spy named vi marati and if you need a spoiler warning this is it we're just gonna dive right into it vi is actually on assignment the assignment has been given to her by none other than general leia organa and the assignment is to dig up as much information on captain phasma as possible Although in an exchange that they have, Vi says, knowing how monsters became monsters doesn't always help destroy the monsters, and Leia's response is, sometimes it does. Every weapon in our armory has a use. How about that? We got a tough-minded Leia here, and again, it's hard to pinpoint the exact time frame of this novel, but, but... It definitely happens in between Bloodline and The Force Awakens, so within a six-year period, and seems to be leaning closer to Bloodline than it does to The Force Awakens, so we don't know for sure. There are timelines given in the novel, but they only relate to the actual time of the novel itself, which is not established. So you've got the present day in the novel, whenever that is, and then it goes back to On Parnassos, Phasmas' home planet, nine years ago and ten years ago and twelve years ago. But it just doesn't anchor us down anywhere in the Star Wars universe on a specific date. One thing that could potentially help us figure it out is that the Resistance base has already been set up on Dakar because that's where Vi is looking forward to going once her missions are over. So that much has been established. Now, we just have to find out (laughs) when it was that Dakar was established as a base. So anyway, Vi is asked by Leia before she makes her trip home to check out a set of coordinates, and they don't tell us in the novel where those coordinates are, but she's supposed to go, you know, scout it out and see what's going on. There's not supposed to be any First Order activity there, but oh boy, is there ever, and she ends up getting sucked into the battlecruiser absolution via tractor beam and that's where she meets captain cardinal who is an equivalent officer to captain phasma much to his chagrin it turns out that he has a huge grudge against phasma because prior to her arrival he was sort of the top boss in all of the stormtrooper ranks he was the one who was responsible for day-to-day training of all the first order recruits when phasma came along they ended up splitting the duties and so he was tasked with dealing with younger kids, and once they grew to a certain age, they were passed off to Phasma to get even more ruthless training. So he's already had half of his responsibility taken away from him by Phasma's arrival. But to make matters worse, to add insult to injury, it seems that Brendel Hux basically traded Cardinal for Phasma, and now Phasma is the apple of Brendel Hux's eye. At least that was the case before Brendel Hux met his untimely death. But it wasn't always that way. In fact, Cardinal was one of the kids on Jakku that Brendel Hux took with him off into the Unknown Regions at the end of Aftermath, Empire's End, in 5 ABY after the Battle of Jakku. Ultimately, Cardinal developed a close bond with Brendel Hux, or at least so it seemed. It seemed that he was certainly Brendel Hux's, you know, most favored officer and Yeah, that kind of went by the wayside when Phasma and Brendel Hux returned from Parnassos in, that would be 10 years prior to the events of the novel, or prior to the present day events of the novel, I should say. Anyway, long way around. So Cardinal realizes that Vi has been spying on Captain Phasma because they check the records of her ship's log and Parnassus comes up and he knows a thing or two about Parnassus because he's been digging into Phasma's past for a while and is trying to get rid of her. And so now that he knows that Vi has a ton of information on Phasma and he also happens to know that she's a Resistance spy... Well, things are going to get intense now. So instead of actually throwing her in the brig, Cardinal takes her into a hidden forgotten room deep in the bowels of the Absolution and proceeds to torture her until she will talk and tell him everything she knows about Captain Phasma with the hope that he will hear something that he can bring to his superior officers and get her thrown out of the First Order. Now, Vi is able to do that to give him the evidence he needs, but when he goes to Armitage, Hux, who is ostensibly the leader of the First Order now, or at least the leader of the First Order military fleet, Armitage is like, uh, yeah, I know all about it, and I was kind of cool with it. And that is the beginning of the end for Cardinal's loyalty to the First Order. Not that he's necessarily going to turn around and join the Resistance, per se, but it certainly has soured him on the First Order and on the people who are running it. It's making him think that it is not the pure organization that he once thought it was and that it once was under the fine command of Brendel Hux. And once he realizes that, then he realizes also that the only way to deal with Phasma is to deal with her directly and try to kill her. And I'll tell you how that winds up going after the break along with the implications that it has for the last jedi this podcast is brought to you by Nissan and the Star Wars Droid Repair Bay Virtual Reality Experience. It's the official virtual reality story connected to The Last Jedi, powered by Nissan, created by the folks at ILM X Lab. You get to repair BB8 and his Astromech friends so they can roll back into battle with First Order. You can find it at Select Nissan Dealerships by going to sw7x7.com/slash DRB. Yeah, that stands for Droid Repair Bay. And scroll down the page a bit until you find the Droid Repair Bay experience. Once again, SW7X7.com slash DRB to find it near you. Welcome back. All right, so Cardinal tries to take on Phasma, and it doesn't go very well. In fact, Phasma gets the better of him and stabs him with one of the knives that Vi had found on Parnassus, the ones that... Basically infect you with something horrible, whatever it is, and there's no hope in dealing with it. So she leaves him to die, which is not really the smartest thing for Phasma to do. you think Phasma would know better by now, but nope not so much. Instead, what ends up happening is that Vimerati having escaped or being allowed to escape from her torture chamber inside the absolution ends up coming across Cardinal and rescuing him, getting him off of the absolution. She knows exactly where she's going to try and take care of him. It's Parnassos, although we don't get to see that part happen. It's just something that's implied at the very end of the novel. And that's because, as she's told Cardinals, she made a promise to Siv that she would come back, Siv one of Phasma's clanmates in the Skyre back on Parnassos. Now she's living inside a mining company facility on Parnassos, and so... Even though she has it pretty good for all intents and purposes, she's safe from the elements, she has access to an automated medical bay with droids and whatnot that can take care of her and her kids. so, you know, it's about as good as you could get on an abandoned and messed up world, but she was promised by Vi that she would, you know, that Vi would come back and pick her up, but also... This opens the door to the possibility that with Vi bringing Cardinal to this station where they have great medical stuff that was able to fix Brendel Hux's ailments while he was on Parnassus, the implication is clearly that she's going to get Cardinal there in time to get him treated for the horrible knife wound that Captain Phasma laid on him. Now, as for what part this may play in The Last Jedi, well, let's remember and recall that it is not unusual for characters in novels to make the jump to the big screen. In fact, it happened with The Force Awakens with the character of Snap Wexley who first appeared in Star Wars Aftermath three months and change before the actual movie came out. So it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to consider the possibility that Vimarati and Cardinal and or Cardinal could show up in The Last Jedi. Now, there's not a natural place for us to look for the possibility that Vimerati will appear in The Last Jedi, right? There are no announced characters or announced actors and actresses that you could possibly jump to the conclusion that one of them could be Vimerati. However, you could possibly jump to the conclusion, if you wanted to, that Cardinal ultimately turns out to become Benicio del Toro's character in The Last Jedi. And I suppose it's possible that Siv and Torby, her kid, show up in The Last Jedi as well. But mm, if you were to ask me to place my bets on it, I would say that Vimerati and Cardinal are probably the more likely candidates to appear in The Last Jedi. And that right there, my friends, is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge a Jedi holding the high ground, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a triple amputation, it's destiny unleashed.